0: Welcome back to the series that we are doing on boundaries. So in the first episode on boundaries, we looked at why boundaries are important and why setting boundaries is not a selfish thing and just looked at some examples of boundaries and how they affect our lives. And so today, we want to understand what's our responsibility and what's not our responsibility because we said that one very important thing that boundaries do is defining what's our responsibility and what's not our responsibility so story time Just this time i was facing some challenges in one of my friendships. So I used to get in these frustrating spaces where I'm just so mad. I'm like, how could they do that? That's so inconsiderate. That's so insensitive. And so I'm out here complaining to God. I'm I'm like, what do you mean? Ni-ni-ni-ni-ni. I'm going back and forth. I'm like, this person makes me so mad. <laughs> then I just had it in my spirit. No, they don't. I'm like, uh, yes, they do. I am really mad right now, and it's their fault. And I'm like, no, they don't. No one has the ability to make you mad. You have the ability to make you mad. You chose to be mad. That's why you're mad. They can do whatever it is they want to do, but they can't make you get to a certain space if you haven't decided to get to that space. And I was like, whoa, A part of me was like, I don't need it right now. But whoa, the truth in that statement, this person isn't making me mad. Something about me on the inside of me is making me mad because no one can literally come inside my life and take the joy out. They're like, joy, come out. (laughs) No, I had to decide to get to that level. And so it got me thinking, what's within our boundaries? What is within our control? That sometimes we let go of our responsibilities to guard the things that are within our control and we start blaming other people for things that are within our control. or We start feeling like other people are taking power from us when in reality they are not. We are just abandoning responsibility to the power that has been given us. So there's a story that I found to be very funny in the book about the Good Sam, the Good Samaritan, the story of the Good Samaritan. So, if you know the story of, a good, of the Good Samaritan, it's a man who was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. Then he was robbed by these robbers who beat him up. And they took his clothes, leaving him half dead. Then a priest passed by and did not help him. A Levite passed by and did not help him. Then there's this one Samaritan man who passed by and and just picked up the man, bandaged his wounds, took him to an inn, and. Left him there to be taken care of. Then he said to the innkeeper, Look after him. When I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses that you may have had. So that's how the story goes in the Bible. (laughs) But then they twist the story a bit just to illustrate that whole issue of boundaries. So I'll just read it. So Let's depart from the familiar story here. So suppose the injured man wakes up at this point in the story and says, What? You mean you're leaving right now? Then the Samaritan is like, Yes, I am. I have business to do in Jericho. I have to attend to. So I have to go then that injured man replies don't you think you're being selfish like i'm in a really bad shape here i'm going to need someone to talk to you know how is jesus going to use you as an example you're not even acting as a christian abandoning me here in a time like this when i'm in so much need what happened to that aspect of denying yourself to other people so the Samaritan man starts feeling guilty and he's like, oh, okay, I guess you're right. I mean, that would be uncaring of me to leave you here alone, so I should do more. So I'll postpone my trip for a few days and I'll stay with you. So he stays with the man for three days, talking to him and making sure that he's happy and content. On the afternoon of the third day, there's a knock at the door and a messenger comes in. He hands the Samaritan a message from his business contacts in Jericho. And it reads, we waited for you as long as we could. So we have decided to sell the camels that you are coming to buy to another party. Our next herd will be here in six months. Then the Samaritan gets up so mad and he's like, how could you do this to me? Look at what you've done. You've caused me to lose all the camels that I needed for my business. Now I can't even deliver my goods. This may put me out of business. How could you do this to me? (laughs) oh when i read that story i just laughed one because it was hilarious but two because of how many times i have found myself in similar situations how many times i found myself in that kind of a situation where you are manipulated into doing something or i have been the manipulative one (laughs) manipulated someone into doing something And so that's why we need to understand what's within our control and what's not within our control. Because most of the time we end up feeling very resentful as the Samaritan in this story. You know, like, you did this to me. It's your fault that I'm in this situation. If I would have just stuck to my original decision, I wouldn't be in this situation. You know, getting so frustrated and starting to feel really bad Something that started off as helping someone else has just turned out to be something that just leaves a bad taste in the mouth. And sometimes that's because we don't understand what's our responsibility and what's not our responsibility. So the first thing that we are responsible for is our feelings. The first thing that we are responsible for is our feelings. So feelings, yes, they have, you know, a bad rapport (laughs) in the Christian circles. Because also the time you've been told that statement over and over again. Don't listen to your feelings. You're not your feelings. Yes, your feelings are not supposed to be in charge of you. But you are responsible for your feelings. Same to me when I was saying, oh, this person is making me mad. No, they are not making me mad. I was responsible for my feelings. I am responsible for feeling mad. I am responsible for feeling like I hate someone. I am responsible for all those feelings. I can't go. And do something outrageous. Now let's say. My friend has made me mad. So I'm going to make them pay. And I go do something really mean. I can't say you made me do it. No, 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 no. I was responsible for that time. When I was feeling mad. And just feeling like slapping someone. If I go ahead and slap them. I can't say you pushed me to slap you. No, no, no. (laughs) I am responsible for that part so yes feelings should neither be ignored nor placed in charge you are to own your feelings and you are to be aware of them because feelings can motivate you to do so much good like the good samaritan that was moved with pity to help this man you know the father the lost prodigal son how he was moved with so much pity to receive his son even after his son had messed up Feelings are just an indicator of what's happening in your heart. So if the feelings are bad, they're just pointing out to something deeper that's going on in your heart. They're not supposed to lead you. They're just supposed to point at something that's going on so that you are able to surrender it to the Lord so that he can help you handle it. So we are responsible for our own feelings. We are supposed to own them and take responsibility for them. Because if we don't, we'll keep on making all these bad choices and making it seem like other people can make us do something. You know, someone can just make me feel bad about myself. No, someone can say something, but I can choose to feel bad about it or not. It's up to me. It's not that person's responsibility to push me into something. The second thing that we are responsible for is our attitudes and our beliefs. So attitudes have to do with our orientation towards something. You know, the stand that you take towards others, towards life, towards work, towards relationships. And beliefs on the other end are anything that you accept as true. Sometimes we get in trouble or are in difficult situations because of our own attitudes and our own beliefs i once listened to this someone that said sometimes to change your own life you have to change your own perspective how you see things and that's why god says our thoughts are not like his thoughts in that we are supposed to come up higher to where he has set us to see things from to where he has set us to understand this world from because you can be so frustrated when you're out here thinking that God wants you to suffer when in reality he doesn't but when you elevate your vision to see things from where God sees them from then you realize you don't have to go through certain things in life so our attitudes in life is our responsibility that's why we are told to constantly renew our minds with the word of God so that we are able to Know that which is the good, perfect will of God for our lives. You understand? To mean that we cannot just understand the will of God from our level of thinking, which may not be at par with what God has to say concerning us. Because then it gives us a misconstrued understanding of God which also leads to us having a misconstrued understanding of other people, which leads to most of the frustrations that we end up having in life. So our attitudes and our beliefs is our responsibility, meaning I may have been born in a poor household, but as to whether I remain with a poverty mindset or not, Is my responsibility. I can actually do something about what I believe about wealth. I can actually do something about the attitude I have about wealth. Yes, this is what I may have been taught, but it's my responsibility what I do now. I am in charge of my own attitudes. I am in charge of my own belief system, and no one can make me something that I'm not. Because we're also taught that as a man thinketh, so. Is he, you know, we move in the direction of our most predominant thoughts, so I can choose to change that, and no one can take that power away from me. So, when you understand that this is my responsibility, then I understand that no one can frustrate me in this world, I understand that no one can frustrate my destiny in this world, I understand that there's something I can do to change the position that I am in in life. If I don't necessarily like where I am at in life. The third thing that we are responsible for is our behaviors. Come on somebody. We are responsible for our behaviors. The Bible in the book of Galatians 6, 7 to 8 says, A man reaps what he sows. If you study, you reap good grades. If you go to work, you will get a paycheck. If you exercise, you will be in better health. If you act lovingly towards others, you will have closer relationships. Because the Bible says he who wants a friend must show himself friendly. On the negative side, if we saw idleness, irresponsibility, out of control behavior, guess what? We can expect to reap all those things. Poverty, failure. And all those other things that we don't want in our lives. Our behavior is our responsibility. So the problem comes in when someone comes and interrupts the law of sowing and reaping in another person's life. So someone goes, gets drunk, does all these things. And another person gets to reap the consequences. You know. A child goes and does all these things, abuses people, causes trouble. But instead of the parents allowing the child to actually face some of those consequences so that they can learn from it, they just take up all that responsibility and all they do is just yell out of frustration at the kid. But the kid never learns to take responsibility for their own behaviors. But behavior is our own responsibility and the consequences thereof another thing that we are responsible for in this life is our choices there's a sermon i had by pastor steven Fatik, and he said your poor planning is not my emergency <laughs> Your poor planning is not my emergency in that you can't de- you can't just wake up in the morning and decide that, oh, I have to do this and all of a sudden everyone has to panic at the same level <laughs> because you didn't plan properly. You can't just come and impose them on me. The first time I heard that statement I was like, Oh, that's so selfish. But later on I came to realise, listen, you can't you can't live life like that. Where you don't take responsibility for your own choices and you make it everyone else's responsibility. No, I should have the right to tell you no. (laughs) Someone should have the right to tell me no if it's just out of order. Like that's how it's supposed to be. So the boundary problem comes in when you disown your own choices or you try to lay the responsibility for them on someone else we use statements like oh i just had to or she or he made me do something explaining why we did something or we why we didn't do something but no one makes you (laughs) do anything this thought that someone else is in control of our lives it's a lie no one is in control of our lives if you chose to do it you chose to do it you go ahead and you do it (laughs) And you go ahead and you bear the consequences of it. I remember back in campus, we used to have group work. Now you you have to be in groups with like six to seven people. Then there's that one person who doesn't like to do the group work. They don't do their share of their work. But for some reason, it is your responsibility to ensure that they get good grades by doing all the work for them and doing all that you know all that shenanigans for them and it used to seem so unfair but people had made it like it's it's a problem when you remove such a person from the group you know oh you're being selfish you're being too stuck up listen it is your responsibility to go to school and to study and to get grades it's not any other person's responsibility now that i think about it i'm like what form of manipulation was that like what form of crazy was that (laughs) it's because of that fear and just that need to be popular in spaces that don't count that you end up taking some choices that don't really matter someone's choice is their responsibility if you decided to slap someone and they send you to jail it's your own responsibility i know it's extreme but it's because sometimes because we think someone can make me do something or we think it's someone else's responsibility, we end up acting just anyhow, but forgetting that the one person who actually gets hurt at the end of the day, it's us. It's not this other person that we are blaming. It is us. So setting boundaries involves Taking responsibility for your own choices. You are the one who makes those choices. And you are the one to leave them with their consequences. (laughs) And on the flip side, you are the one who is keeping you from making the choices that you could be happy with. Just to tell you, you don't always have to make a bad choice. You can actually make a good choice. Like it's not dependent on any other human being. The Holy Spirit can actually help you do all these things. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Come on. The other thing that we need to take responsibility for is our own values. What we value is what we love and assign importance to. That's something we need to take responsibility for. If you choose to value money, take responsibility for all the choices you make because of the values that you have in life. You can't say I am living with this pressure to become XYZ because people think who are these people? If you don't value those things as metrics of success, then no one can make you value those things as metrics of success. It is your responsibility what you value so that you don't stress your whole life trying to live for the approval of others. Forgetting what we actually value. Trying to live with these standards that... Make no sense. You know, someone told you, you have to be at this level for you to be successful. Do you actually value those things as the metrics of success? Do you actually value those things as important in a relationship? Just because everyone is sleeping with someone in a relationship, if you don't value that to be an important metric in a relationship, you don't need to do it because other people say you should take responsibility for your own values the other thing that we are responsible for ladies and gentlemen is our limits in life you can't set limits for people if someone has a way with words just that's just unrealistic and unreasonable they don't know how to control it you can't set limits on them and say this is as much as you can say no but you can set limits By saying, this is as much as I can take, I will not take verbal abuse. You understand? You can set limits by deciding this is as much as I can take in a conversation. I don't find this conversation to be blessing my heart. And so this is the limit. And so since I'm taking responsibility for it, I can exit. I don't have to be overly involved in this situation. Set limits. The limits you set for you, it's your responsibility. You can't just say that this person just kept going on and on and on and there was nothing I could do about it. Yes, there is something you can do about it. You can set limits and say, This is as far as I can go. You can also learn to set limits on your own selves, telling yourself no. No, I don't need to clear my bank account just to go to Malindi or to go to Lamu or to go to Diani with some friends when I know currently in the season I am in, I need to be doing something else with that money. I probably need to be saving a little bit, investing a little bit just to, you know, ensure some responsible habits are built. Telling yourself, no, no, I will not go buying bags just to please people on Instagram. This is the limit that I will go to. Because when you learn, especially with yourself, you will learn how to tell other people, no, no, I am not going to go out every single day or eat out every single day. I will cook in the house. (laughs) So your limits are your own responsibility. The other thing we are responsible for, it's your thoughts. Let me tell you, no one can take that power away from you. No one can take that power away from you. No one can take that power of you believing in what God has said concerning you, from you. No one can take that power of you creating all these images of success, if God has called you a success, of you being the head and not the tail from you. No one can take that from you. We must own our thoughts. You need to take ownership of your thinking system. If you don't take ownership of your own thoughts, you are going to be thinking the thoughts of others without examining them. You remember in that podcast where we said someone can call you something, you don't have to go believing it. And that thing can take effect in your life if you haven't actually let it you know, someone who has boundary problems with taking responsibility for their own thoughts, they swallow other people's opinions and reasonings without questioning them, without thinking about what they are thinking about. Yes, it's okay to listen to other people, to listen to their, that opinion, but it should not take over your mind When it comes to what goes on in your mind, what you will give weight to in your mind, what you will give power to in your mind, that is your own responsibility. Take ownership of your thoughts. You should also take ownership of your growth in knowledge. You expanding your mind is your own responsibility. Yes, you couldn't do anything about the kind of school you went to because maybe your parents took you to that school. But you can do something about exposing your mind to the things you need to expose it to. You can do something about exposing your mind to the word of God, to what it has to say about who you are in this world. That is your own responsibility. Another responsibility when it comes to your thoughts is You have to clarify (laughs) any distorted thinking that you may be having. The Bible says it's our responsibility to bring every single thought to obedience of Christ, to subject every single thought to that lens of measuring does it raise, does it match the standards of who God says we are? If you're constantly entering relationships with that fear that came from all the past hurts that you experienced in your previous relationship. It's your responsibility to subject it to what God has to say about you. And this can only come when you expand your mind by the word of God, getting into that word of God, letting it saturate you, letting it wash away all this distorted thinking so that you can easily identify one and bring it to subjection your mind is your power take charge of it the other thing that we have responsibility over <laughs> believe it or not it's our own desires this is clearly illustrated in the book of james Chapter 4 from verse 2 to 3. You want something but don't get it. You kill and covet but you cannot have what you want. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. And when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Getting to that place with God where you can clearly design and dissect the desires that you have to establish whether this thing that I think I desire is the problem or there is a deeper problem you understand maybe what you desire is love affection belonging but because you don't know that's the real problem you hope from one relationship to another, looking for that satisfaction but you just can't seem to get satisfied. but if you take control of your desires and not getting into that place where you say, ah but this thing, I just can't control myself I just I just I just can't stay outside of a relationship I just can't control myself no just submitting it to God and letting him show you, letting him help you see where the problem is that the problem is not, that your desire is wrong. The problem is that there is a deeper need than what you think your need is. But that can only come from that place of responsibility, understanding that I am having this desire, this is my responsibility to deal with and not letting it drive you to the point where you feel like, I don't have control over this thing. And so finally, the other thing that we are responsible for is love. Our ability to give love, And to respond to love when it has been given. God is love. We are made in his own image and likeness. And so we are creatures that respond to love. We are responsible for the love we give and for the love we receive. We need that inflow and outflow. Because you find like most of the time it's either we give and we don't know how to receive it back or we just have a hard time giving and extending the advantage to other people so today i just wanted us to realize the places where we have been endowed with power where there is something we can do something about in our lives and that it's not controlled by other people because when When you feel that sense of hopelessness, when you feel that sense of there's nothing I can do about a situation, that's how you end up getting into a situation where you are making choices you're not proud of, you are getting very easily manipulated by other people, or you're just saying yes to things you wished you said no to, or you're just feeling enslaved and in bondage to things that you've actually been delivered from. And so today I just wanted us to look at some of the things we have control over. So that we start claiming that power back. So I hope this episode helps you win. I hope it helps you make different decisions. And don't stress about it. We have the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. He shows us what we need to do and he helps us do it. So you don't have to feel like... I don't know what to do. I don't know how to change. I'm recognizing all these things and I'm feeling so paralyzed. No, we have help. There is grace for all these things. So share the episodes. Please follow us. Subscribe. If you have a question, there's usually a message function below the episode if you're listening on spotify if you're not listening on spotify we have a message link feel free to send in your message it's anonymous so we don't get to know who's asking but we'll get to listen and respond to you till next time